This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi there. Welcome to This Day in History class, where we sift through the artifacts of history seven days a week. Today is June 13th, 2019. The day was June 13th, 1911. Luis Walter Alvarez was born in San Francisco to Walter and Harriet Alvarez. Alvarez was a physicist who worked on radar projects during World War II, an inventor and winner of the Nobel Prize in Physics. Luis's father, Walter, was a physician and later a research physiologist. And early on, Luis would go to the lab with him. When Luis was 11 years old, he and his dad made a radio together. Later, Luis attended San Francisco Polytechnic High School, but ended up moving to Rochester, Minnesota, while he was enrolled there. His father worked for the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, and Luis began apprenticing at the Mayo Clinic's instrument shop and being tutored by machinists while he was still in high school. Alvarez went on to study physics at the University of Chicago, where he got his bachelor's, master's, and doctorate. As he was finishing up his Ph.D., he married Geraldine Smithick. The two of them later had two children, as well as a daughter who died at birth. They later divorced. Luis then completed a lot of work in California. After getting his Ph.D., he got a job with Ernest Lawrence at the University of California, largely through connections his father and sister had with Lawrence. Alvarez worked on the cyclotron, a type of particle accelerator, in the radiation laboratory at the University of California at Berkeley. He also worked in the metallurgical laboratory of the University of Chicago and the Los Alamos laboratory of the Manhattan District. Alvarez was a prolific scientist, but we'll touch on just some of his discoveries and achievements. He discovered the east-west effect in cosmic rays, a discovery that gave evidence that cosmic rays include positively charged particles. Once he joined the radiation lab at the University of California, he focused on nuclear physics. In 1937, he gave the first experimental demonstration of K-electron capture by nuclei, which was a phenomenon that had not yet been proven. He also developed a method for producing beams of very slow neutrons. Alvarez also developed a mercury vapor lamp with one of his students, named Jake Weins. That development established a new standard of length that the U.S. Bureau of Standards adopted. But as World War II broke out, his career shifted gears. In 1940, Alvarez went to work on radar technology at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, where he worked on a microwave early warning system and the Eagle high-altitude bombing system. He also invented the Vixen radar system, which deceived skippers into thinking an Allied plane was flying away from a German submarine and allowed attack planes to destroy the U-boats. Luis also figured out a way to help planes land in bad weather when he invented ground control approach. When Luis left the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, he went to work on the Manhattan Project. He worked on nuclear bombs in Chicago, created detonators for plutonium bombs in New Mexico, and was on the plane that conducted the first ever atomic bomb test. He was also on the plane that dropped the atomic bomb Little Boy on Hiroshima. 
Before Fat Man, the second atomic bomb, was dropped over Nagasaki, Alvarez wrote a letter to a Japanese physicist he knew, urging him to tell Japanese leaders that if they continued in the war, another bomb would be dropped on the country. Though Alvarez recognized the horror and devastation that the bombs caused, he believed that the bombs would end the war and bring some sort of peace to the world. He also thought that the U.S. should continue research and develop a hydrogen bomb. After the war, he went back to Berkeley. He designed and constructed a 40-foot proton linear accelerator. He also did a lot of work with large liquid hydrogen bubble chambers, and he helped identify many new particles. In 1968, Luis won the Nobel Prize for his, quote, decisive contributions to elementary particle physics, in particular, the discovery of a large number of resonant states, made possible through his development of the technique of using hydrogen bubble chamber and data analysis. After this point, he spent a lot of his time studying cosmic rays. His later life took another surprising yet not indecipherable turn. He put a lot of effort into figuring out the details of the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. And he and his geologist son, Walter, theorized that an asteroid impact had led to the extinction of dinosaurs and the end of the Cretaceous period. The new theory caused an uproar in the scientific community as it was believed that a volcano had killed the dinosaurs. Alvarez died of cancer in 1988. By the time of his death, he had received several awards and honorary degrees. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you haven't gotten your fill of history after listening to today's episode, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at TDIHC Podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about Luis Alvarez, listen to the two-part episode of Stuff You Missed in History class called Luis W. Alvarez. The link is in the description. If you listen to this show every day, you probably already know that I have a new show that's called Unpopular About People in History. And if you haven't gotten a chance to check it out yet, please do. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.